Welcome to For the Greater Good, a podcast brought to you by the Independent Grocers Alliance. And now your host, John Ross. Well, hello, IGA family and uh, retailers and manufacturers and wholesalers all over the world. This is John Ross with IGA, and we're here for another issue of For the Greater Good, which is ongoing podcast, videocast series, whatever, designed to reveal the efforts of big manufacturers who are trying to make our industry a better place for our families and for our planet. And today, my guest is Steve Callahan. He's the chairman and CEO of the Kellogg Company. Steve, welcome to the show. John, great to uh, great to be with you. Thanks for having me. And uh, I think what you're doing with this podcast is absolutely terrific. So I'm delighted to be a part of it. Well, it's it's been really fun because I get a chance to speak with uh, business leaders in retail and in and manufacturing from all over the world. And with IJ being a global company, we have thousands of stores in all these crazy markets all over the world. It's quite fascinating to me how the interest continues to grow show after show. So um, uh, it shows that retailers are interested in what manufacturers are doing. And it proves that the entire industry is really pulling for some real progress against global initiatives. And I know Kellogg's has made a lot of progress against a bunch of your initiatives. We'll talk about that as we go along. But I thought maybe you could kind of introduce yourself uh, obviously, the CEO, but a little bit about your background, and um, and then we'll uh, we'll we'll talk a little bit about your role on CGF. Yeah, so my background, you know, I've been in consumer goods my entire career. You know, right out of college, I went to Northwestern University and started with the Gallo Winery, carrying a sales bag. So I've been working in consumer goods. Um, you know, been delighted and blessed to work in some of the uh, on some of the best brands in the world. And uh, now with Kellogg, it's it's really my dream job in terms of me personally. You know, I'm originally from New York and uh, so lost the New York accent a long time ago. But my passion really is my family. I have four kids, mostly grown now. The youngest just went off to college. So we're, we're learning this empty nester thing. But we get together often. We travel together. Um, you know, we spend a lot of quality time together. So, very, very passionate about my family. Um, also, sports. Love sports. Love, uh, love to participate in sports as well. I just ran my tenth marathon, the Chicago Marathon. Wow. I did that with my daughter, one of my daughters. Uh, it was her first marathon. It was my tenth. And so, you know, we do a lot of stuff together. So, uh, love what I do at the Kellogg Company, but uh, I love what I do outside as well. So, Steve, you and I serve on the Consumer Goods Forum together, which is a collection of the world's largest CEOs of retailers and manufacturers all working on initiatives to make our planet a better place. And I know that you've got leadership on a couple of pillars. Why don't you talk a little bit about your role there? Yeah, I, I love being part of the CGF, as I know you do as well, John. You think about what we can do together. It is so much uh, greater than what we can do individually. And when you bring retailers and manufacturers together, you're really talking about the end to end, which is what's required to really make a difference. And so one example that I'm personally very passionate about is food waste and the initiatives that we have around food waste. And if you think about it, it's really, it's such a great opportunity because it's not only the right thing to do, but it's economical as well. I mean, food waste is is just a tragedy. You know, it's, it's waste, it's waste of money, it's waste of time, it's waste of resources, and it's a waste when one in nine people are going to bed hungry every day. And so we've got enough food 
in fact, we've got too much food. It's just unevenly distributed. And so, you know, the type of initiatives that we put in place around food waste is, is I think, very important. We've got an initiative called 10 by 20 by 30. So think about 10 of the biggest manufacturers um, and retailers coming together and then going backward into their supply chain and influencing 20 of their suppliers in a meaningful way getting commitments so that by 2030, we can make dramatic reductions in food waste. And so I think it's a great example of what we can do together, leveraging our you know, collective strengths and you know, leveraging our own supplier base and consumers and customers uh, in a way that makes a big impact on the world. And again, I think it's a great example of what we can do together that we would not be able to do uh, separately. Well, I think the word together is really important to me because you know, as uh, independent retailers, whether our owners, they're all entrepreneurs, they have one store, they could have 200 stores, it doesn't matter, they're running multi-million dollar businesses, and they're often one of the largest and most important businesses in their home market. If they make a decision to switch out their lighting to uh, new, more en energy efficient LED, or they replace their freezer cases, they could be the biggest contributor to saving energy in their local community of any other kind of business. And the same thing on, on, on feeding the hungry. So uh, local grocery stores tend to be the largest contributor to local food banks. No one really knows that. But those issues are all, they're sort of ground up and locally driven. Imagine what would happen if we could connect to the power of our big manufacturers like Kellogg and the independence. Now you've got labor on the ground and you've got, you, you've got all, the, all, all, all the technology and the infrastructure and the communication tools on your side. Well, can, I, I believe our future will be bright when we work together. Now, um, I, I, I uh, yeah, I, I shouldn't be doing editorial. So this is this is supposed to be an interview with you. Um, so I apologize for that. But I get excited when I when I talk to our CEOs. So uh, I want to talk to you about Kellogg specifically. So you have a you have a very large uh, list of initiatives that you're working on, and you've been very bold and put not not only timelines, but you're uh, publishing your progress against those timelines in a way that's. Um, well, it's, it's very impressive. Maybe you could talk a little bit about that. Yeah, John, it all starts with what our vision and purpose is. So our vision is a good and just world where people are not just fed, but fulfilled. And so when we look for areas that we can make a difference, we look for where we have expertise and we're experts in making food. And so as we talked about, you know, food waste, but also the distribution of food and making, making sure that people can be fed. And so we invest in our farmers and making sure that our farmers are making food in the most productive and efficient ways possible, but also that provides livelihood uh, for themselves and their families. So we've got big farmer initiative, uh, primarily uh, focused against small land, small hold farmers, um, you know, so they can produce crops that each and every year are more and more efficient and therefore more effective in helping, you know, them feed their own families. Uh, we have something called the Better Days Promise. So by the uh, by, 2030, this um, this support for farmers, we aim to impact a million farmers by 2030. Uh, already by 2015, we'd had uh, half a million farmers. So we're making really good uh, progress there. In terms of reduction of waste, you know, we've got a number of initiatives around waste and how we reduce waste. We've got a, a program that we just kicked off actually a few weeks ago called Ingrained, and it's working with uh, our rice growers down in the Mississippi Delta to take 
you know, energy out of the whole uh, process by which, you know, we harvest um, our rice and it's making a huge impact. And most importantly, it's scalable. And so there's a number of initiatives that we're, you know, that we have in place, but it all comes back to the same thing. We're experts on food and the distribution of food. So how we can make food more efficiently, more effectively, therefore supporting our farmers, but then also supporting our customers and our consumers. Uh, you know, you have to find those areas where there's strategic overlap and your capabilities really come into play. And that's, you know, that's where the magic happens. That's where you can really make a difference. So it's, it's so interesting to me. I hear the way you talk. And uh, I think there's a lot of um, misunderstanding about the word sustainability. It's, it's, it's one of those words that's so big. Um, and it sometimes might appear to be, you know, a, uh, you know, a, a, a radical left agenda that, that's not going to have a pragmatic effect on your business. And in fact, sustainability issues might get in the way of being able to, to run your business. You don't see it that way, way at all. You see it as actually a smart way to go forward. I do. I do. And John, if you think about what's important to consumers these days, sustainability is important. You know, the notion that you know, the generation that we're bringing, um, you know, that, that's coming of age right now, they're not going to have the same planet that you and I had when we were coming of age. You know, they're having a planet that is, you know, rife with the effects of climate change and climate change is real. It's hard to find climate deniers anymore. And so, so that's a good thing, but it's not enough to really make a difference. So when we talk about sustainability, about taking waste out, about being recyclable, compostable, um, you know, those things are important because they're important for the planet, but increasingly they're important for consumers. And so consumers want to do business with companies that genuinely, truly care and make real commitments and are authentic about them. And so I think that's a very positive thing. And I think this next generation, you know, whatever you want to call them, the millennial generation is really going to continue to make demands of companies that, you know, companies are going to have to step up and really authentically um, you know, commit to making the world a better place, commit to sustainability in ways that are real. And I think that's, I think that's a good thing. So uh, you and I both have college-aged daughters, I think. Uh, mine's, mine's a sophomore at St. Joseph's, and she's working in the food, or she's studying the food marketing program there, which is pretty cool because the kids actually get to work for a wholesaler and a retailer and a manufacturer in their four years. So they come out with a very pragmatic view of the world. But when my daughter comes into any one of those organizations, she's not coming in through the same lens that I did when, when I first came out. She's asking very profound questions. What are you doing in order to reduce waste? How are we feeding the hungry? How are we, how are we trying to provide equity of food distribution so that everyone has access to, 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 to uh, tasty and, and healthy foods? And that's a minimum commitment from the way she and her peers see the world. And then perhaps that, you know, the, Many of the folks who are running the industry didn't have when they were the same age. I mean, I'm encouraged to. Yeah. So I, 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 I agree with you. Congratulations on St. Joseph. That's a great program that your daughter's in. So she's uh, she's getting a great education. And it's wonderful to see uh, this next generation being interested in the things that you and I do. Well, she's. Uh, I may. I may have had something to do with pushing her down that that, that path, but uh, I think she's. Uh, she's certainly. Uh, we were able to have a conversation about uh, the the future of the food industry today in ways that we never could before. So it's 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 really fun. I I, I often think through the lens of, um, you know, for, during the time that we we're in these jobs, and the kind of impact that we can have on others, 
And, um, you know, at the end of our careers, when you're standing on stage and someone says, what are you proud of? I don't want to have to say I'm proud of the EBITDA we made in last quarter or something like that. You know, th those are those are transitory. You want to be able to say, I actually made the world a better place for my kids or I made my kids proud of what, what, what we accomplished. Um, you, you as a manufacturer, I want, I want to ask you a specific question because in, in addition to the sustainability issues that you put forward, you also have some you, you also have some statistics on diversity in your company. I thought you might talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so diversity is hugely important. And for a company like ours, uh, like IGA, you know, we really want to represent the consumers that we serve. We want to look like them. We want to understand them. Um, and we need to understand them. And in order to do that, we have to reflect the consumers that we serve in our own organization and importantly in the leadership of our organization. And so one of the important goals that we have is we want our senior leaders and our leaders, you know, what we call the GL6. And so it's think about like senior director and above to be 50 percent female and to be, you know, have uh, represented uh, underrepresented talent there as well. And we're making huge progress. Uh, Europe just passed the 50% mark at the end of last year. North America is catching up. Asia Pacific's very close. And so it's really important for us because, again, it's the right thing to do, but it's it's a smart thing to do. I mean, if, if there's a bunch of, you know, white males my age sitting around a room deciding what uh, a Latinx mom uh, needs to buy for her kids, we have lost the plot. And so it's just, it's just smart. It's smart. It's a smart thing to do. It makes us better. It makes us more understanding. It makes us more empathetic and it makes us a better business. It's just, it's just so straightforward to me. I love the way you say that. And you've also made a pointed uh, commitment to investing in female businesses, especially on the farmer side. Is that correct? That's right. That's right. I was talking about the farmers, uh, but female farmers are uh, especially important to us. You know, African smallhold farmers owned by females is a big initiative of ours. You know, we've got over a billion dollars of business in Africa. And so we really feel like we can make a difference and we can make a difference to those families in ways that, you know, will change their lives. Well, I, 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 I think the, uh, the, the, the place that we sit in an environment where uh, conversation about um, what's going wrong is shifting increasingly towards what can we do to fix what's going wrong. And to see a company like Kellogg go forth and put such specific goals out there publicly and also to report on your performance of the game, uh, against them is, is really laudable. Well done. Appreciate that. So, so I'll ask you the, that, that question then. So when, when it is time for you to retire and you're and someone's making a speech about you, and they say uh, the, the world should be proud of you because of what 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 do you want them to say? You know, John, I, I would hope that they would say I inspired the next generation of folks to you know help run the Kellogg company and run it the right way. The way that Mr. Kellogg ran it, the way that, you know, I'm trying to run it. Um, and the next generation will want to do the same thing. They're inspired to come into a business like ours, do things the right way, give back to communities in ways that are meaningful you know, just, you know, be successful. Obviously you want your business to do extremely well, but you wanted to do it the right way. The how is just as important as the what. And, you know, that's what, you know, at the end of the day, I think um, I'd appreciate if people appreciate it about me. The how is as important as the what. I love that quote. Uh, that's great. Well, listen, you have been great. I We're going to include uh, links in the show notes to some of your initiatives, including your better days 
uh, webpage. So any of our members who are interested in what you're doing can take a look at it. And by the time we do a lap of this, because I've got a bunch of retailers to do on this show as well, by the time we do a lap, hopefully we'll be able to report how IGA retailers and your company are working on some of these initiatives together and uh, perhaps accelerating to, to, to hit some of these goals. Awesome. That's great. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. IGA family, thank you. All the notes, all the links will be in the show notes uh, for curiosity. And uh, please uh, like the show on your favorite podcast uh, uh, service, however you get it, and afford it to your friends and family. Our, our audience continues to grow and grow and grow, and we appreciate everyone sharing the content of the show. Thank you.